All right. Are you ready for this? Yeah, let's do this. <clears throat> Three, two, one. And welcome to the podcast. I'm your co-host, Sam Braden. And I'm Brandon Ellis. And this is the podcast, Do You Know the Mob? We're on the episode of George Babyface Nelson. What mm. another good nickname, huh? <laughs> I don't know about you, Brandon. I just, I just love the, I love the nicknames of these. This is like part of the fun. I feel like studying these guys. Well, I feel like with the name Babyface, he used a lot of lotion. <laughs> you know, I meant to ask you, Brandon. You had a time when you didn't have facial hair. And then you did. Did you notice a difference in public when you met people, just how they perceived your age at all? Well, when I first started growing a beard, it looked like a child trying to grow a beard. So <laughs> it wasn't very good. <laughs> you, yeah, you kind of wonder when you go into places or just how people, old people think you are. I've always been told I kind of have a baby face, but I just don't grow facial, or I don't like let facial hair grow. I'm not sure how successful I'd be anyways. <laughs> <laughs> as long as I have head on my hair, I don't care as much. That's right, <laughs> <clears throat> well, uh, Brandon, as always, we've got to start out with a fun game to work your brain a little bit before we dive into the fun here. So with you being a history major, I thought we would say, do you know your U.S. presidents? Oh, you know your... So these are some weird fun facts about presidents that most people probably wouldn't know. And we're going to I'm going to ask you the question and you just guess what president. So what what president are we on? Number 46 now. So you've got one in 46 chance. <laughs> I like those odds. <laughs> Um, well, so, uh, let's get started. First president to live in the white house. Who was the first president to live in the white house? The white house. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let me think for mm -hmm. a second. Let's see. When was it burned down? Was that John? Oh, I don't know. Oh man. I got to think for a second. This one's hard. <laughs> it's burned down in 1812. Who came after 1812? Uh, let's just go with a random one. Andrew Jackson. You actually had it right earlier. John Adams. Oh, John, John Adams. Adams really? yeah. I think, well, the White House was there and then burned down, but they built it again, right? Oh, yeah. So, you're you, right. yeah, you're I'll thinking, you're thinking second, too hard. Yeah, yeah, John Adams. So, George Washington was really the only one not to have, <clears throat> you know, the White House to start out with. Okay. But, um, anyways, we proceed. What president had a pet parrot who cursed? What president had a pet parrot? Who cursed? You know, I mentioned Andrew Jackson a second ago. That seems like someone that he would have. Andrew Jackson. You are a hundred percent right. Oh Andrew gosh. Jackson. Yes. <laughs> of course, of anybody. You know, I like how that was like a guest, good guest too. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure he beat a guy nearly to death with a cane at one point. So that sounds like yeah, Andrew Jackson. <laughs> All right, what president is currently in the Wrestling Hall of Fame? What president was voted into the Wrestling Hall of Fame, and you can find him in there? Teddy Roosevelt. Abraham Lincoln. Oh my gosh. Abraham let's Lincoln. Go. <laughs> I feel like your guess wasn't a bad one though. Yeah, Abraham Lincoln. I think yeah. Teddy Roosevelt did boxing for a little bit. Mm, okay, okay. Um <clears throat> all right, what's to go with this president was a Grammy winner. He's the only president to be a Grammy winner. Ronald Reagan. Bill Clinton actually. What? I figured that was gonna um you were gonna fall for it because I thought the same thing. I was like, How's that on Ronald Reagan? Yeah. But it was Bill Clinton. Wow. Um, okay, what, who was the first president to use a telephone? Who was the first president to use a telephone? This one's a tough one. So you have to think about the bitch of the telephone. Oh, gosh, this one's hard. <laughs> yeah, this one's a tough one. McKinley. 
It was actually Rutherford B. Hayes. Rutherford Hayes. Okay, I think he was ahead of McKinley. I'm trying uh, to remember that gotcha. <laughs> um, Okay, this is the president that was never married. There is a president that was never married. I feel like you when can't... The, were there multiple ones? Uh, this one is the one I saw that was the only one not married. Okay, let's see. Um, you can fact check me later, I suppose. <laughs> no, I believe you on this one. Let's I feel see. like you can't get voted in today, though, without having kind of like a family. And that's kind of like the stereotype. I want the American, American style family. Yeah. I'm going to go with McKinley again. It was actually James Buchanan. Buchanan. James Buchanan was never married. He kind of sucked as a president. Um, sorry, that's <laughs> true. No, I'm not offended. <laughs> um, who was the shortest president? Shortest president. I'm gonna go. I, I'm guessing in my mind it was an earlier. It was one. an earlier one. Um, I'm trying to think of. I'm gonna go with hmm, John Quincy Adams. There's actually James Madison. James, James Madison, Madison was five foot four. Oh, wow, <laughs> I know that's, that's my wife's height on the <laughs> Imagine your yeah. Imagine the height of your wife. <laughs> um, let's see here. Uh, let's go with last founding father to be president. The last founding father to be president. This one, these are getting tough. <laughs> was the last answer James Madison? The last one was James Madison. Now, I'm guessing you wouldn't do the same one again. I, I wouldn't do that to you, so you that'll help you that out. Me, so so that narrows it a little bit down. It really narrows it down. You've got like, I don't know, one in five or one in six chance, maybe? I remember the founding fathers now, yeah. which is a difficult thing. <laughs> um... James Quincy Adams was James Adams' son. James Monroe. It was actually, uh, you're right. You're right. James Ooh. Monroe. Good job, right? We'll leave, we'll leave on that note. That was a good one. Okay, that was a good I, one. I need a win to go off. I'll, I'll give one. you a fun fact, though. There's one president that was arrested during his presidency, and that was Franklin Pierce. Oh, no. He was arrested that. during his presidency. He ran over a lady on his horse. <laughs> you hit someone while riding I don't horse. know, but he was president <laughs> and being arrested. So there you go, folks. Fun facts about... Uh, Nonsense. <laughs> I wonder if he was able to meet bail. <laughs> yeah, did the government bail him out? <laughs> yeah, I'm not paying my tax money for all, that. All the all the jokes. <laughs> well, we'll get into it. So George Baby Face Nelson. <clears throat> um, so actually, his name was none of that. It was Lester Gillis. Okay, Lester Gillis, born on December 6, 1908, and of course, Chicago, mm-hmm. Illinois. <laughs> <clears throat> the home of crime. <laughs> um, in his early teenage years, he got involved with the wrong crowd. Okay, I, I feel like we, we've heard this before. <laughs> Classic. That's what all the parents say. He was running along with gangs. He became involved with auto theft. By the time he turned 14, he received his famous nickname, Babyface, because of his obvious younger looks. <clears throat> By the end of his teenage years, he had the resume of stealing tires, Running stills, bootlegging, armed robbery, all the all the normal gangster yeah, stuff. Really. <laughs> normal stuff to get into at that age. Uh, finally, Nelson was convicted of stealing a car in 1922, and he was sent to a boy's home. <laughs> this process repeated uh, after his parole. In 1928, he met his wife. I'm going to mispronounce her last name, but Helen Wozniak. Was- Okay. Mm. Um, she was in sales. <laughs> she took on his last name at the time, Gillis. At this point in his life, he upgraded his criminal activity to bank robberies. This is just like the last, this is like every one of them. We eventually, gets bank robberies yeah, eventually. But it doesn't happen right away. You got to do the baby steps yeah. to get in there. Uh, yeah, I got to knock do, off a couple yeah, of cars you first. You can't, can't just get in the pro leagues. Yeah. <laughs> 
1931, he was sentenced to one year of jail in Juliet, Illinois, for bank robbery. Juliet's like a suburb of Chicago. Okay. After that, he was waiting for trial for another bank robbery crime in Wheaton. Oh, so he'd done a few of them. <laughs> During this time, he managed to escape from the guards, it doesn't say how, and fled to Reno, Nevada. Very interesting choice. He uh, booked it out of town. You know, this guy, we'll see later, he just kind of, he really traveled. You got to give it to these mobsters. They know how to see the country, see the sights. Well, I mean, I'm sure the roads in were pretty trash, too. <laughs> you would think. So, <clears throat> after some time in Reno, he moved to California to hide longer, and there he met a lifelong friend, John Paul Chase. These guys do have friends. I'll give them that. They have friends. <clears throat> Chase was involved with the liquor smuggling group game. Uh Liquor smuggling game. So Nelson helped by being an armed god for their truck. So he's an armed guard and normally drove the legal alcohol. So really, you know, working his way up the ranks, right? <laughs> the two became such close friends that Chase referred to him to his half-brother. Eventually, Gillis' wife moved to be with him. They eventually left for Long Beach, Indiana. And Indiana is where Babyface met Homer Van Meter and John Dillinger. So obviously, we knew about those guys. And then reportedly, Nelson and Chase traveled the nation together and stirred up a lot of trouble. There was a report of a man murdered in Minneapolis by these two who, because of their uh, California license plate. So they were suspected, uh, supposedly in Bremerton, Washington. They traveled to Reno. Chase said that his buddy had an altercation with the guy in Reno and killed him. So there's just a lot of no good happening across the country, and they're getting blamed. Mm -hmm. um, in 1934, the two gentlemen and Helen went back to Chicago to reunite with the Dillinger gang. So we heard about this before. It's when they go to Wisconsin, the lodge, and the FBI raided them, and they <clears throat> basically had a shootout in the middle of the night, and people got they got away, but mm -hmm. people were shot, right? And one of the men that was shot was an FBI agent, all right? So Nelson supposedly shot all three guys. So basically, Nelson's running. He finds this car, and he shoots all three guys in the car. And steals it. <laughs> yeah, they were were the were the three guys he shot FBI agents, right? No, no, like he was escaping, mm -hmm. like through the woods, and he this car stops and he shoots them all and takes their car. Classic, yeah, for real. <clears throat> so Nelson's wife was actually left at the scene of the hotel. It's called Low Little Bohemia, Wisconsin. She eventually reunited with her husband and John Paul Chase joined as well. Real. Uh, <laughs> a real third wheel. <laughs> oh, yeah. Classic. <clears throat> so they stayed in Geneva, Wisconsin for a bit while the Attorney General put a reward bounty on Babyface Nelson. They didn't stop... Nel this didn't stop Nelson from crime and murder, though. Um, he went on a little murder spree, or crime spree. Later that summer, he joined Dillinger and Van Meter again for a bank robbery in South Bend, Indiana. South Bend's where Notre Dame's located. I don't know if you knew that. I did not know that. Yep, south of the Bend. Very north part of Indiana, south of the, the Lake Michigan Bend there. Very specific name title. Well, I figured just saying north in Indiana, but South Bend, it sounds a little weird. But <laughs> <clears throat> So anyway, so they do the bank robbery. This results in another officer being killed. So they've got quite the rap sheet here. Um, the gangsters traveled back to Chicago on the way to their hiding spot. They encountered two officers, and Nelson opened fire on them. So this guy's not afraid to shoot. <laughs> very violent. Yeah, yeah, very violent individual. Um, next month, Dillinger was killed in Chicago, as we talked about earlier. So all the remaining of the gang fled. So obviously, you know, Nelson's still alive. Nelson and Chase, actually. They traveled back and forth between Chicago and California. At one point, they were arrested for speeding. They paid the $5 fine, and their car wasn't searched. 
this car had a bunch of Tommy guns and weapons inside the vehicle. I think the police officers are glad he paid the $5. This almost reminds me, you know, that Oklahoma City bomber and how what he really got pulled over for was because his tags were expired. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was like It's like funny how the little things are what gets them caught. Mm-hmm. But yeah, these guys just paid the $5 and kept going. Don't speed. Don't do illegal things. <laughs> if you just robbed a bank or Yo, somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Little tips and advice here. So later that fall, Chase and Babyface did what they do best. They stole a car in Chicago and traveled up to Wisconsin. So these guys are buddy-buddies for sure. They were spotted in Barrington, Illinois. So there were two special agents that showed up, Samuel Colley and Herman Hollis. Um, Babyface um, snuck behind the two agents because they, like, approached the car. He snuck behind the two agents and opened fire on them. One of the agents shot and pierced Nelson's car radiator. <laughs> Colleen Hollis were in a car and began pursuing the criminal. So apparently whatever Nelson shot at him, it didn't kill him yet. <clears throat> Nelson pulled the car over and jumped out of the car and began firing before the agents could return in the shootout. They both later passed away. Okay, so he did get them. But Nelson had been shot in the firing as well. Chase helped get him into the agent's car to escape. Nelson's wife was laying in the brush until the shootout was clear. So apparently she was with them at the scene. She then jumped into the car as well. At 8 o'clock that evening, Babyface Nelson had died. There was an anonymous phone call about his body being laid near a cemetery where his buddy Chase had left him. Nelson's wife was later arrested for breaking parole and served in prison for a year. John Paul Chase was caught and sent to Alcatraz for murdering. Alcatraz seems to be the point of place for for, um, mobsters. Um, So anyway, so I know I just went through a bunch, but essentially Babyface Nelson and his buddy and his wife at a place, two agents approach the car. Babyface Nelson does manage to shoot them to death, but he got shot also, and he dies later. And just laid. I guess his friend just left him. And I tried to help him, but left him at the cemetery. So what a what a guy. <laughs> Twenty five <laughs> years of age, kind of kind of. Crazy. Is that is that really what? How's that when he? Yeah, I just did the math. Dude, on we're him. older than than Babyface Nelson. Man, what have we done with our lives? But <laughs> <laughs> not that. Oh man, yeah. Um, so anyway, so that's the story of George Babyface Nelson. Uh, his name change and just to you know he was really buddy buddies with some of the popular guys but after john dillinger it was kind of every man for himself it looks like <laughs> that's crazy yeah well thank you for listening to the podcast make sure to hit that subscribe button if you have any questions feel free to contact us but we'll be back next week at do you know the mob <laughs>